0: It's only weeks before we go to Costa Rica.
1: I can't fucking wait. I literally can't wait, I've been dreaming about it. You guys, stop waiting and go ahead and book that trip because we've handled everything for you. This is an all-inclusive experience. You're getting, first of all, a whole property takeover, so our titties are about to be out.
0: Our titties are definitely gonna be out. We're going to have tarot readers, natal chart readings, a goddess bath excursion to the waterfall, daily yoga, Gourmet meals, you know that's top
1: of my list because I likes to eat. We have a little beach party, a pool party. It's going to be a party, y'all. And I can't wait to see you guys there. If you guys have been thinking about prioritizing your self-care and you're like, when the fuck am I actually going to do this? This is your sign to do it now. We have two different retreats. You can pick from two different dates, the same exact experience with a group of like-minded women. So stop waiting and fucking click that link and book that trip, girl. You don't have to be
0: a mom to join us, you just have to be a woman who wants to hang, connect, and have a good time and relax. So we are so excited to see you in the jungle. And guess what? You can even ask friends and family to contribute to your trip. When people ask you what you want for Christmas, tell them, put some money on this retreat for me, okay?
1: Yeah, there's a little link in the website where you book your trip, where people can make donations. So go ahead and ask that baby daddy, ask that lover, ask that mama, ask whoever. Put five on my trip, okay? Ho, ho, ho. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday, bitches. Happy Wednesday. Happy motherfucking Wednesday. Guys, we're back in New York City, our favorite place. The place that, when we are here, it's very highly recommended that you join our close friends because more times than not, we're up to some shit. We definitely have been up to some shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you're not part of Close Friends because then our stories have expired from the Harder Soft show, which- You didn't want to miss. Wow. Legendary. We are not a sex podcast. I've been telling Mila since that show. I was like, yeah, we're not a sex podcast. No, because people always like categorize us as that. Nope, nope. We no. are fucking PG. As fuck, <laughs> compared to that we shit. We are parents. We are parents <laughs> as fuck. We try to be cool, but it doesn't
0: compare to the Hard or Soft sex podcast. <laughs> um, how are you feeling,
1: my dear? I'm good I you know when I'm here I just love being here it just, it's just there's like an energy in New York that just speaks to my soul my spirit I'm staying in Brooklyn which I usually stay in the city um which has been nice and now I get like why people I like don't ever want to leave Brooklyn people keep asking me to come to the city I'm like uh. I do love Brooklyn and you know what? it's fall here we get
0: seasons it's not like LA where it's 98 degrees I know. It's so nice. Like I feel creative when I'm in New York and I just love it here. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till we get that brownstone, baby. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Um, well, without further ado, we have a very special guest that we actually met at the Harder Soft podcast live show this weekend. So please welcome the lovely, amazing... Sir Marvelous
3: Hello, hello, hello Professional
0: dom <laughs> Cancer father extraordinaire
3: Oh yeah, I do it all <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show I'm so happy to be here with you I am um, This is like super exciting As soon as I saw you I was like, oh my god I wonder if she's seen my, my um, performance Hopefully she bring me on the show Oh, and
1: we I, saw that I, well, <laughs> he, So he came up to me at the show And was like uh, he, he mentioned, he was like Oh, You should have me as a guest on your podcast And I was like, okay And he was like did you see my performance? And I was like, no, I did not. <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> However, but then we went to the play party afterwards and I saw his performance up close and personal. I was just sitting like literally up close and personal and I was yeah, like, Pretty oh, personal. Shit. Yeah. She was, she was
0: literally like talking to me. Like she was, it was like going to a movie and like the bitch is talking. I was like, I don't think you're supposed to be talking.
3: Like,
0: I think he burned her pussy. That was a pussy. <laughs> that
3: was a the pussy. The fire, he put
0: the fire on, on her pussy. pussy. Okay. So if you guys don't know Sir Marvelous, you should go check him out. Um, he's a dom, but I don't, Know if this is true, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. He specializes in fire play, <laughs> and he was doing some magic tricks with that pussy with the fire, and it looked a little scary. But I also I was like, "Can I happen to my pussy? I, I'm scared, but I want to try it." Yeah,
1: I was, yeah, same. I was like, "What? How? Please?"
3: <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, fire play is literally the epitome of what BDSM is to me. So, on the outside looking in, a lot of things that we do in BDSM can be very intimidating, and fire play. is Is probably one of the most intimidating things to think about trying nobody wakes up like I want to put fire on my pussy right (laughs) but when you're in a room with somebody who's a professional they could explain the science behind it why it burns at a lower temperature the sensation it feels all of that great stuff then you're like wow like I can't believe I was so afraid to try it or you know whatever same thing with empath play and you know everything else that we do Mm. so
0: well for our listeners who are vanilla (laughs) because we're not a sex podcast um, what is BDSM
3: um, so BDSM, to me, I'm not going to use the um, the traditional um, definitions or whatever. Mm. For me, what I do in my personal life, I look at it as an extension of foreplay. So a lot of times I feel like foreplay is missing from the sexual experience. So a lot of the things that I do personally, I just look at it as foreplay, sensation play, you know, whether it be taking away someone's ability to see, ability to move. Um, these are ways to heighten the experience, using different tools to create different sensations on the body to encourage Blood flow is something that we are like big on when it comes to um, different forms of play. But everything is about just providing a different sensation. From my experience, there are other psychological aspects to it. Like when you talk about the dominant submissive um, versions of BDSM, um, where you're people are in relationships and they're you know they have specific rules and ways that they they go about you know how they're going to navigate their dynamics. But for me, it's just foreplay. Mm. It's just foreplay for me. So.
1: How did you get into this play? And how did you, like, has it been something that you've always felt a natural... Mac for? Or was it some? Was it introduced to you by someone? Do you
0: remember your first time and you are like, wow, I do like to control a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this
3: seems fun. Well, um, to be honest, I'm less controlling than... You. Well, no, that's a lie because I'm very directive when I am scening with someone. But um, it's not so much that I want to control. What happened was I've always been into sex toys. I mention this all the time. I brought my first sex toy when I was 16 years old. Wow. Um, and it was by accident. I was just looking for a way to, to to last longer in bed because I was dating a, a woman that was older than me at the time and I kept coming fast. So I went on Google trying to find something to like learn how to stop coming so fast and then Google led me to these stories about women talking about their experiences sexually and how their only way they get to come is with their vibrator and I was like, hmm, I kept hearing vibrator, vibrator, vibrator and I'm like, let me go buy a vibrator. I used it during sex with my partner and I was so entertained by how much pleasure she was experiencing I didn't even think about coming and I was like, wow, uh, you know what if this one toy does this let me see if I can buy more and more and more and I just started collecting I had no idea that a lot of the type of plays that I was doing was kinky or anything I just thought I was a freak all my friends were like yo you're a big freak you got all these toys in your house I was gonna say where the fuck <laughs> were you
1: hiding these toys from your mom
3: Well, I your know. parents I had, you know us boys teenage boys we have some secret hiding spots <laughs> under the mattress and all this could crazy. you imagine being a mom <laughs> and opening up your son's drawer and being like Oh. I okay. had,
0: I had, I had a vibrator in high school. But I'm
1: saying, a, like, a your boy, son. <laughs> my
0: son, I'd be like, wow, I would be proud. I'd <laughs> be like, wow, my son is very, he's very ahead of his game, and I am a
3: proud mother. Well, I was raising my grandmother, so she was more. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
2: it's,
3: it's
0: safe to say she never found your box no, of tricks. No,
3: actually, confession. It's the first time I've ever admitted this. I came home one day, and all of my toys and pornos and stuff was on my bed.
0: Oh my God,
3: <laughs> Grandma! Literally, I was like. I was blown away And I knew that the home attendant had to help her Take all that stuff Out my drawers Cause my hiding place I had these like Like six tier drawer Big dresser drawer Big old fashioned dresser And I used to And it was so deep I used to pull the drawers out And put everything Behind the drawer And then put the drawer Back mm. in And apparently I had something Sticking out from under it And they found it that way And I came home And everything was laid out On it And she was like What is this I was like I don't know
1: do not know. Mine. My no, favorite was,
3: It wasn't mine It's not mine It's <laughs> my room But it ain't mine
1: yeah, I mean, I've been checking out your pins. He is, Sir Marvelous is, um, if you're watching this episode, then he's very, looking quite dapper right now. He's wearing um navy blue suit yes, um, yes. with a burgundy tie, and he has these two... Pins. One is a vibrator. Yes, yes. <laughs> At first I wasn't sure what that was, and I was like, oh.
3: Yeah, it's a magic wand. That it's a slow. magic
1: wand. I've yeah, seen that one. Yeah, That's I how I could that.
3: identify yeah. it. Yeah. And the other is a whip. A flogger. A flogger. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. A flogger.
1: Like, wow, are me? you a sex podcaster? <laughs> I told you I'm not. So. Yeah, she
3: did give us that warning.
1: <laughs> Even I know that. Shit.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, these are two of my favorite toys. Um, probably two of the most popular toys in general. So, you yeah. know. I might have to get a rose and put that on here now because the rose is stepping up. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, bro. Yeah, we just saw a review yeah. about that
0: rose. I got to get that. Actually, my sub said he was going to... I'm a sub, but I'm also a dom in my DMs. Oh. <laughs> um, if no one knew, I do. I have a sub in my DMs specifically and he calls me Daddy Mila and he actually said he was going to send Erica and I money for the
1: rose. We've beautiful. spent it on dinner, but maybe <laughs> maybe he'll send more.
3: Beautiful, beautiful.
1: Um, yeah, I've heard great reviews about this rose. My friend sent it to me a while ago, and I was like, "Nigga, you don't know." I was no. like, mm. "But then it just keeps popping up." Like I swear, the last month, someone has like talked to me about this shit at least three to four times. So I think you have my money. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's coming.
3: Um. <laughs> I'm so jealous We don't have as many Great sex toys for us But they're coming out More and more
1: Please ask Orlando That nigga has about oh, yeah. 5,700 What, what is a sex toy That a man Like what is appealing To you as a man Like in a sex toy I What are you know. looking
3: for I mean I think Most men we just want Something that's wet And warm to stick Our thing inside of, <laughs> I know she sounds Crazy <laughs> as fuck oh, My nigga
0: sounds, sounds accurate sounds like Yeah accurate. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It> Makes sense
3: <laughs> but yeah I think it would be dope I, I'm pretty sure they have it now where you can like um, control it Bluetooth so like perhaps if your partner is like on the other side of the world or whatever they can control how. oh how they do shout out like to
1: Satisfier. if you guys yeah. haven't tried Satisfier, they have the Satisfier Connect app mm-hmm. um, we love Satisfier and that shit really works because I've used it across the country oh, so yeah. yeah you can also fuck to your own you can also fuck to music
3: yes that's something I, I love crazy. to do so and during my sessions I have one of the lush toys and I connected to my playlist that everybody was getting at me (laughs) at the play party. Um, but yeah, I connected to my playlist and as the playlist gets more intense, the does the vibration. So during their massage, they're feeling that experience. And then once that happens, I take them over to the cross and other stuff happens after that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you talked about like exploring toys at a very young age. When did you like, at what point did you become a professional dom?
3: Okay, so I went through a breakup with my ex-fiance, and I finally got my mojo bag, got on t- Tinder.
0: Wait, side note, he, he's a cancer. with yes. a table full of water signs.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> you know we have a hard time letting go. Oh, trust me. I was, <laughs> We're people. <laughs> We're people hoarders. I'll speak for you when I say I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um I I was going through a break. I finally got my mojo back, and I joined Tinder, and I met this woman on there. um At first, I didn't think she was a woman at all, um, mainly because um the way she was speaking. As soon as we got, as soon as the conversation started, she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "You know, tell me some things you like. You're into." She was like, "Yeah, I want a man to control me. Tell me what to do. You know, fuck me hard and treat me like a slut." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, this is literally like." five minutes into the conversation, I'm like, no woman really speaks like that, especially, you know, someone that seems to have so much going for yourself, like, why are you just throwing it So, I'm like, red flag, you're trying to steal my kidneys, or some shit like that. <laughs> but- I was like, you know, that's a red flag. She let it go, and then we started a conversation about something else, and then the conversation once again came up, like, hey, so tell me some things you like. Well, I like to be treated like a slut and da 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 uh, whatever. Maybe and you I'm asked. like, maybe I
0: need to put that in my profile. Ask.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, long bro, walks on the beach
1: and be treated my. like a
3: slut. <laughs> and i
0: like, like,
3: like, a slut. <laughs> wow. So I'm like, yeah, that's a red flag because women don't normally talk like that right away, and I got blocked. And what happened was, I remember her name, when I looked up on Facebook. I at the time and I found her and apparently she had a lot of live videos and I inboxed her just mad like drippy tip videos like fuck it I'm a freak too here. What's a drippy
1: tip video? So a drippy
3: tip video is a video where, where you jerk off till you come. Oh um, and then the, the tip is drippy? Well <laughs> I, my my, uh, my <laughs> sister calls it a drippy tip video cause you know you're dripping that shit out your dick. you went it. from red flag to yeah, drippy tips. Yeah because I confirmed it was a real woman. I was like you, was you a real person. if anyone
0: wants a drippy tip it's her. I'm like
3: yeah because I'm part of the i'm not gonna lie like i'm, I'm a i'm a honey motherfucker. so at the time i'm like look my concern was is this a real person really talking like mm. this like if so if not what's the trap is, is was the
1: video, it, video sexual or they were just confirmation that she was a woman
3: the videos were confirmation that this was a real person like she her po- like she was very very active on okay. um, on facebook and Everything. So as soon as I sent all of those videos and those nudes or whatever, she replied literally like, "That's more like it." Now mm. we can continue. And mind you, she was she was very well off. She trying not to give her too much information, but she she was very well off. That's why it was surprising to me because in her pictures she looked mm-hmm. so successful. I'm like, you know what I mean? Why was she a would black you? woman? Yes, she was a black woman. And once again. I started to look at, you know, I'm a, I'm a big nurse so I was like, you know, why would women want to be treated like this, especially women that are successful? Then I came across these articles I was like, a lot of times when people are very dominant in their regular lives, they desire to relinquish control when it comes to the bedroom and other experiences Amen. like that. So I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense and I started reading more and more. What she was into wasn't my kink per se. She wanted literally somebody to like, you know, slap her around, choke her, and she, wanted, she, loved, she was very much into fear, play and fearing the person she was into and there's no kink no shame in that but at the time I wasn't at that level mm. you know I was trying to fake the funk as much as I could <laughs> because I'm like uh, she she paid <laughs> she fine she paid she's a rig she into everything but it was just wasn't my thing I couldn't keep it up long but I did walk away with a lot of the terminology I learned I walked away with a lot of the knowledge in general and I realized a lot of the things that you know that they say a dominant is was stuff that I was into I look at a dominant as just a leader or the person who's, you know, creating the scene, so to speak. So we're all dominant. If you are the type to, you know, create the playlist, you know, turn the lights down, cook dinner, create that ambiance for a person, that's you being dominant because you're leading, you're creating the scene for that person. You know what I mean? Or or that experience. And that's who I've always been. I'm the type of person, even before I I knew about the terminology, I'm like, I want to use this toy, then I'm going to go over here, then we're going to go in the living room, and then we're going to go here, and we're going to end over here, Like I had it all planned out in my head And it just works out so dope So I was like yeah that's for me
1: Mm, you like to
0: curate the sexual
3: experience. Yes. Did you
1: end up meeting her, and you end yes. up. Yes. Okay. So yeah. you guys ended up. You guys ended up. You know, fucking. We only fucked one time. But she she was more experienced. But you, he couldn't. But he she couldn't. saw through your. No,
3: it wasn't that. <laughs> she it was saw just through your, your non, level one. Your, your level non- one non- yeah, Dominant. I just couldn't, I just couldn't keep up. Like she was always on flights and going here and there, and like mm. she also was very much into the psychological thing. Like I'm more like. I'm not a dom on the phone. I'm not, a, I tell people that I'm not a virtual dom. Like, right. I can't be like, yeah, girl, like I'm not that I'm more in person. I want to put my hands on you and things like that. And she was so busy that I couldn't get that leverage of like, like my, my semester. Cause like when they feel his hands is a different thing, you know what I'm saying? So, because she was always busy and always on the go we didn't ever really cross paths she came to New York City one time and she snuck me into her hotel she had like a whole management team that like she brought out the whole floor for what? like yeah she, sent me to hotel. she was like yeah come on in now we can get it in it was like 20 minutes it was the most like my biggest underperformance I could probably say you know what I'm saying because it was just like I wasn't prepared she literally hit me up and I was like fuck I wish I would've known I would've went a little harder maybe I would've you know maintained her as a client later in the future I don't know whatever
1: can you tell me about your first client experience?
3: Okay, like
1: when did you actually start saying, "Okay, I'm going to accept I've, money for I've this"? Mastered this, or I've, maybe you had, maybe you didn't master it. Maybe you just kind of took a risk and mm-hmm. said, "Fuck it."
3: It was literally uh, somebody's, Well, I was dating another woman at the time, and she was like, "You need to start charging for it." But I was like, "Nah, no women don't pay for sexual experiences." But once again, just to be clear, like you know, BDSM is not sex. It's not synonymous with sex. So. I, once I remembered like, you know, that a lot of people don't get to experience this, I was like, it is some value in it. This woman hit me up and she was like on facebook one of, my, one of my old pages and she was like you know do you provide sessions and i was like absolutely yes i do mind you i've never done it before but for money of course and I, I just gave her a price i was like 200 bucks for an hour and she was like okay tell me what, how do i pay you vmo this that and that. i'm like Send it in cash up and that was literally how it started i was like i gotta make me some menus mm-hmm. and um after that experience it just kept going and going and going from there i knew a lot of the types of play based on other doms that I followed that I watched and I studied under um, but I wasn't I never thought to do it professionally I've only wanted to do it for my own personal pleasures and the experiences of other people but once I realized there was money in it I was like oh, okay
1: have you ever been, <laughs> been flued out Yes. Where, where's where'd you get? What's like um, the farthest you've been flew out
3: to? Um, so far Atlanta.
1: Okay.
3: Twice. So mm-hmm. I'm um, excited. Same client? Um, no, two different clients. Nice. Yeah.
0: I keep hearing there's a big there's a big market for bitches that want to get domed in Atlanta.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think
0: King Half also mentioned that to me. King Half <laughs> exactly. is
3: a big Aspiration for mine. Like every time I I meet him, I mean I see him, he's like, yo, make sure you get in your worth, get in what you worth. I'm like, all right, thank you. <laughs>
1: That's so dope. So, you are a father. Yes. And I'm just wondering, like, how do you balance what you do in fatherhood? Is it something that you don't, I mean, I don't, I, how old are your kids?
3: Um, Nine. Well, this month they both turn, uh, they both have a birthday, so they, they will be 10 and 4.
1: Okay. I don't know, like, are you with your child's mother? Or? No. No. Does she know what
3: you do? Yes, they and do. And how does
1: how was that conversation? Was she supportive or like?
3: Um, very, very supportive. I've been blessed with the women in my lives that are very open minded and accepting. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, my daughter's mother, me and her share. Um, her birthday is a day after mine. So mm-hmm. We have a lot of stuff in, in common. Um, we decided because she's she's more in, into other things than that than I'm not. But we're really really good friends, and I talk to her about a lot of different things that I experience, and so it's it's really really dope.
0: Well, that's beautiful. Yeah. When you say a lot lot of inter- other things like kinky shit or um, just like other interests
3: uh mm, I don't know how to really word it too much I don't really. I don't know how to how I would say that
1: you gonna put her business on front? Okay. Yeah,
3: I, I don't want to put her business on <laughs> like, okay yeah, I'll
1: just yeah, ask bro. you after record no, not in a <laughs> negative way
3: but just you know just cool thing it doesn't everybody's lifestyles are not going to align in that way but right. just because you're willing to accept it is totally it's totally different, different right yeah.
1: Have you ever thought about, like, once your kids get old enough to be able to, you know, find you on Instagram or, you know, just discover what you do, what that conversation is going to be like?
3: Yeah. I mean, I watch a lot of, like, Jess and Jasmine and King Noir and how they do things. And I love that they have, like, this parenting class. And I've been, like, tuning in on ways that they navigate this because whether they've seen my page or somebody else's page, they're going to be exposed to a lot. And I'd rather be in control of how that happens. I'd rather be able to sit down with them, teach them things, how. To explore them you know not how to explore themselves per se but, but like, that it's you know, normal I, that you do it not, yeah sex is normal and how to navigate it properly and you know responsibly is something that's super important because I learned it you know in secret and nobody knew and I was out here just doing whatever I wanted to do and you know that's that's just not what's recommended for anybody that's you know at a young age. So I'm hoping that When the age is appropriate We can sit down And we can constantly Continue to sit down And have these conversations And they'll feel comfortable But you know That's where my fingers crossed of course <laughs> I mean
0: I love that I, I think like First of all It's not a traditional Conversation to have no. Especially amongst Black people We're not talking about You know the introduction Of sex with your children But inevitably That's going to happen Like that's yeah. human nature We're going to experience And be uh, like Curious about pleasure But You better hope They get it from you Hell fucking so, yeah It's, it's
3: information with somebody else Oh my goodness
0: The porn is not great um, And it's mm. like Especially as a father Of two daughters yeah. Like that's important And I'm like I'm so happy that You're taking that approach You yeah. and your their mom Because I feel like It's really important For little girls To know like That there's safe places and there's men that are going to respect you and, res- you know, respect your pleasure and, and their
1: pleasure is important. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and, I, just, mm-hmm. and I think like dads don't know to tell their children that. Yeah. And like you need to, this is what's important. If you're not getting this out of it, it's not worth it. It's not for you. Because I think a lot of teenage boys are just fucking trying yeah. to, trying to come.
3: Yeah. And BDS, um, <laughs> but Not uh,
0: him. He was trying not to come. Okay? So <laughs> fucking <laughs> yeah.
3: pro at 16. There was um, There's so much Communication in BDSM I believe that If it's one thing I want my my daughters To take away from Who I am As a dom You know Separate from my, My personal life It's just like don't be afraid to communicate about the hard topics when it comes to sex. You know what I mean, and that's something that is going to really propel themselves or keep them safe in their journey. Because everybody's hopefully is going to have an exploration. You know, when it comes to sex, so just like make sure you have those conversations that, that are needed. You know, talk about what you desire, what you want to get out of it, what are your fears. You know, stuff like that, and continue to approach that conversation every time you have a different partner, a new experience. You know, it's big. It's, it's super I that, important.
1: That, I mean, that's so. I- To hear you say that as a father is so cool to me because I think a lot of times Parents kind of put all this pressure on the mom to have these conversations, yeah. like, oh, okay, well, she got a period. You should be talking to her about that. Oh, Not me. Let her know uh-huh. that she can Well, the period I ain't gonna handle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared about the period conversation. I don't know. <laughs> I
1: mean, I, but I, I, but at least you're I, like I, I definitely think that there's conversations that maybe you know your daughter might feel more safe talking to mm-hmm. you know the mom about because the mom has had a period, right? right. But we've all had sex. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's important that both parents have the conversation and from the male perspective, especially. Who we have daughters. Like, mm-hmm. I know for me, when I was young, my dad literally was like, you know, niggas be cheating. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, niggas be cheating. Mm-hmm. He's like, your mom's going to tell you there's like some like fantasy and like you're going to ride off in the fucking distance. Mm-hmm. But and, and and I don't know if like, you know, that advice to my dad or that statement that my dad said mm-hmm. definitely has affected me throughout my life for sure. <laughs> in positive ways and in negative ways, right. like in the positive of like just being not getting caught up in a weird fantasy of thinking that like Mm -hmm. people aren't people and Mm -hmm. that people don't have desires and that you know men are different than women that's one thing he's really always you know told me like the male mind is just different it's not the same don't try to compare the two because you just cannot
3: that's good advice
1: but I think that having both parents being able to talk to their child about sex like if you're listening at home like and you have kids that are you know around this age like both and you're married to your partner and you have a good communication I'm hoping because you're married Mm -hmm. that you guys are on the same page about that and that it's not all on the woman to have these discussions and Mm -hmm. that the father's getting involved and talking to their kids about this because a lot of times that's like probably even a more impactful conversation especially for a girl I think And the boys, too. Boys need to know, too. Like, hey, mm. hey, son. You know, when you start, you know, exploring. Like- I hope those fingernails are cleaned and <laughs> look Look buff. at his fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
0: miracle, man. Well, okay, it's better than Marvel's mine. his fingernails <laughs> are pristine. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't see him, I just saw those hands, I'd let them touch me. I'm just
1: saying. Yeah, clean <laughs> the fingernails, fingernails man. <laughs> slide, slide those, slide those <laughs> under
3: here.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I know that you take clients. Have you ever been a client? Have you ever had a session? like
3: I on, have paid many, many doms to teach me things. Um, I have bottomed in those lessons. So technically, Can you yes. explain what
1: that means, bottomed, for people? So
3: for example, in order to learn fire play, I had to be the fire bottom. I had to be the person that was on the table, so to speak, you know, getting the fire done to them. So that was something. Same thing with impact play. You know, a lot of the times you want, when you, before you hit somebody with a particular tool, you want to know what it feels like. Um, so for my impact play lesson, I also bottomed for that, meaning like, once again, I was the person that. they demonstrated on Mm -hmm. just so I could understand what a person is going to be experiencing while I'm hitting them or using fire or any other did you
1: see fire used and that's what
3: like how did
1: that like what was that like I need to do that
3: okay so my fire mentor is actually located in my bio so Mm -hmm. all of my pages I have him linked there like if anybody wants to learn fire play get a fire kit. oh my god I think I need to learn it things like that but um you know after seeing him perform his name is Bobby Firebody they call him the fire marshal um (laughs) yeah after seeing him perform I I have to learn this I have to learn it It was so dope He was able to do so much with it He's incredible with the fire mm-hmm. That's what Hence why they call him The fire marshal So um, Is he based in New York? Uh, he's in Detroit oh, okay. He's in Detroit But he does do virtual lessons He travels You know what I'm saying All types of things so he's available for that Dope Are, are you a switch? Like
0: w- with your partner Do you ever switch? Or are you
3: always For sure the dom? Interesting you bring that up because I just came to that conclusion this morning while I was getting dressed. Oh, this
0: morning. Wow, look at that. My empath new.
3: I have have historically always said that I am not a switch, but I think I do, especially with the right partner. Um, With my my partner currently, um, I'm big on being used. In bed, like as much as I love, you know, being in control, I love the idea of having my hands tied and just using me like a meat stick, and just doing all types of different things to me. And I'm big on being smothered uh, with her pussy, and that's something that I really, really enjoy. So I was like, that does show like kind of submissive, because I want to be blindfolded. I have this thing, you know, when I'm not in control, where like I like to close my eyes and just let you do whatever you want to do to me. You know what I mean? But I also I've always believed that, like, I had to earn that experience. Mm-hmm. So I, I go super hard. I feel like I'm overcompensating for the idea that I want to one day be able to just lay back and do things. I hate seeing guys just, like, put their arm up and, like, t- suck my dick. Yeah. Like, what did you do to get deserve <laughs> get your dick sucked? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I try to put in a lot of work to be like, yeah, so the last six days I've been holding it down. Today's my day to, like, just relax, do some things to me. And I really, really enjoy those experiences where I'm able to just, like just, just you know, zone out in my own head and let you use me. So I guess that is, you know, like a switch tendency, but it doesn't happen as often.
1: Do you have any hard nos?
3: Um, yes, um, just when it comes to sexuality, like, I'm not into, you know, anything that's not, anyone that's not a, a cis woman, mm-hmm. but other than that, probably... Scat play. Oh yeah, um, no, I'm not into That's scat poop. play. That's poop. Yeah. yeah, I'm not into blood play. There are, believe it or not, I want to. If I want to be clear, there are uh, separate, uh, you know, experiences. For example, like I mentioned on the Harder Soft podcast, like I mentioned, messy anal. You know what I mean? Because my uncle taught me like if you're gonna do something don't be afraid of what's gonna happen you know what I mean if you're gonna have sex with a woman on her period don't be afraid of the blood like you already amen to that uncle shout out to that uncle oh my uncle's a nasty motherfucker
1: (laughs) (laughs) nasty motherfucker
3: but yeah like once you engage in a certain thing you know what I mean so if if you want her to deep throw your dick and she throw up don't you handle that shit like you really gotta make sure that you know what I mean you're in control and you let a person know so like when you're doing anal shit happens it can happen (laughs) literally (laughs) so you know if it happens handle that shit and I have no problem with it but the idea of just somebody you know just playing with it just for the sake of playing with it or Mm -hmm. blood just to play with it nah nah not my thing
0: I so appreciate you saying that I feel mm. like there's such a I mean just in kink in period in BDSM there's safety you yeah. know you have to feel safe and mm. like niggas be trying to stick their dick in your ass and yeah. like niggas, I don't even know you that well you yeah. need to relax okay. or and then like women you have to really feel safe to like be like anything can happen and I feel safe mm. enough with this person that they're not gonna like make me feel weird even though you just put your penis in my asshole yeah. you know like I think rap videos and music make people confused like put your thumb in her ass like no nigga there's requirements you might need they to lick skip it first. They the
3: foreplay and the communication and the right. necessary trust. It's just they create the fantasy that everything is just like straight to the point like they don't show you that when they do them anal's and those pornos there's so much prepping that goes involved you know a lot of people do things to get themselves comfortable conversations are had you know a bunch of different things are happening before you get to that point but you don't see it
1: hmm. I so I, can't, I need I first of all me and Jamila have been ever since we saw your performance I was like we need to get this done to us (laughs) immediately so I want to you know I want to do that okay today
3: alright
1: but I also want to know Because I was telling Jamila, I was like, "Is he gonna burn her pussy?" He, she was, I don't know how you didn't hear her because we were only <laughs> we we're only feet a foot away like, from you. I was like, oh god. I was like "You've got to like, shut up! You're ruining I the show I'm for
0: good. everybody!" Oh my
1: god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm like, "Bitch, are we at the movies? <laughs> shut the fuck up!" <laughs> She's like, "Oh my god, that was her pussy! That was her pussy!" I was like, shh. "I was like, look, he did it again! He did it again! Oh my god!" So, Ooh. can you explain before we go into it, like? the science behind what you do and how you don't burn bitches' pussies. Okay,
3: so um, the accelerant that we're using to create the fire is alcohol and a lot of times Mm. it's diluted with water. So whenever you see 90% alcohol, 70% alcohol, 50% alcohol, that determines how much water is Mm. in it. When water dilutes the alcohol, it actually makes it burn at a lower temperature. So the more water you have in the fire, the lower the temperature is going to burn. So typically we use 70% alcohol um, on average and 50% if you're like a super duper big as somebody that doesn't like any type of temperature play. Um, 50% isn't super recommended because it goes out really quickly Mm -hmm. and it's hard to work with and manipulate, but 70% is around that that mark. Um, We use fire wands. That are made for that purpose of being able to transfer the alcohol to the person's body, mm-hmm. but yeah.
0: Have you ever fire played two women at one time?
3: Absolutely. Um, no, I was gonna say it did, but um, I've done it in you know in a room, but never at the same time. Well, wow, let's be about to yeah. pop your cherry but today.
1: Might be the day. <laughs> <laughs> They're marvelous.
0: Wait, I wish I wish I could show you guys the DMs. I was like, Hey, remember us? Are you free on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> also, can you do that thing you did at the party to one of us? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Sure. I was like, Wow, you ask and you shall receive. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
3: I was so happy to see your DM because I was like, oh man, she didn't see my performance. And she was she looked at me like I was like, Can I go on your show? like, what do you do? Like, who are you? <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: nigga, i all the time. Oh, I'm like, what? we should be, I should be a guest. I'm like,
3: okay. For what? Are you? What do you offer? Wait, first of
0: all, if you're ever approached by a, a gentleman in a in a suit at a sex party, he's probably a Dom. <laughs> I literally asked her I'm like, Is, like, the suit, the dom uniform? I feel like all the niggas who are doms, like, generally kind of wear suits. Or maybe it was just you and King half, so that's...
3: Yeah, uh, to be clear, majority of doms, they wear leather. Um, the suit thing is probably a Fifty Shades a great thing mm. it's a level
1: of sophistication right it's professionalism I'm here like I'm here yeah. to do some serious shit mm-hmm.
3: so yeah my, my thing is I've been wearing suits or dressing up since I was 16 I got in a lot of trouble when I was a teenager and when I um, came home from the juvenile detention I lived with my sister and my sister told me the only way that you're I'm gonna agree to letting them you know send you to my home is if you agree to change the way you dress because at the time I was dressed like a straight hoodlum, like, oh my God, I thought I was somebody totally different, and she was like, yeah, you're going to have to wear dress clothes, even though you don't have a uniform at your school, I was, like, what? Wow. I was like, what, and then I realized that I had to make it work more and more and more and more, and I it, it grew on to me, my friends used to hate me, mind you being 16 years old, when your friend shows up to a party in a suit, <laughs> like, they, they used to say all the time, please don't wear a suit, I'm like, nah, my but now that I'm me. older, it's like, it's perfect, you yeah. know what I mean, so... It, it's definitely a thing.
0: You definitely look very dapper and good today, sir.
3: I appreciate that so much.
1: What do you like your subs to call you?
3: I like sir. Sir? I, I love sir.
1: We were talking earlier and you said you're not really into the daddy thing. No. And that's that, that's because you are a daddy?
3: Yes, very much so. I
1: got to work on that because I'd be saying daddy during sex without consulting first. I mean, it's <laughs> like, not a, it's not not a, a hard limit. I have someone, like I have had someone tell me, do not call me daddy, like straight up, like mm-hmm. Before sex ever happened, like, it's not my thing. Please, mm-hmm. you can say anything you want, but just do not call me daddy. If like you want my and he's to stay, not a dad, you right? you want my dick to stay hard. No. Mm-hmm. He's not a dad. I mean, he kind of, like, raised a, a child for a while, but I don't know what that... He said he's like, I don't know what that is, but I don't know why it is. Like, I have to look into that, why it bothers me so much, but I've realized that, like it turns me off.
3: Maybe because he was a good partner because he knew, he knew thyself. Mm. <laughs> he knew himself very, very well. Yeah,
1: I mean, I respect it. Mm-hmm. He won't be calling... I, and that's true, though, because I'm not a big daddy person in the bedroom. Sometimes it'll slip out. Depends how much I'm being domed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true, too. Yeah. I'm a sub, so I think that may come from that. So I was like, why do I say that? I don't watch that much porn. Where did I get that from? <laughs> but I think it is about... I, you know, I have weird kinky, like being dominated yeah. daddy fantasies, which is a whole different podcast, but... <laughs>
3: I mean, I I prefer Sir mainly because I just feel like it's special to me it's unique to me because especially when you're, the, you're talking to vanilla people um, they call everybody bae and this and that I'm like don't call me babe you know, don't call me love don't call me ki- well you call me king that's fine but I prefer sir because it feels like you took the time to appreciate what I like and you called me that and it mm. means a lot to me that way well
1: sir <sighs> I'm ready for my session
3: oh yes yeah. same okay. same sir
1: <laughs> so I, I think we're gonna move the cameras a little bit so that we can I don't, I don't know what needs to happen here I don't know how much space you need if we can stay here or
3: what? Yeah. What do you need? Can we, should from we us? bend
0: over this table? Because yeah, that's you what just,
3: I imagine. You can just put your hands on a table. I'm going to pull out my whole bag. Okay, well, he, first
0: of all, not only is he wearing a suit and a tie, he came in with this fucking bag. professional bag. I'm like, oh my God.
1: What's in the bag? <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like Barney, you know, that magic fucking bag he had. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know now you're going to listen to this, but if you want to watch this session, you got to join our Patreon. So make sure you go to patreon.com backslash good mom's bad choices if you want to see the Good moms get domed by Sir so
3: Marvelous.
1: Hey. <laughs> wow, my dreams are coming true. Here we go. I
0: love my job.
1: Where's your bag? We need to right
0: right bag. Over here. It's over here.
1: Should we cut for just one second, or mm-hmm. should we just keep going?
0: We could. I mean, I don't
3: know. <laughs> keep going. Okay. Let me just start in Oh, package.
0: I'm sorry. Honey.
1: I don't. Probably right here. Right? Yeah, right here. Right is here. Mine.
3: I'm just gonna move this mic out the way, and you guys can um, like put your hands on the table.
1: Just our hands. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I gotta grab it. Oh, my gosh, you gotta so grab You to see the you want remote? Remote? Am, I, am I blocking
3: the camera? No. Okay. Guys
0: didn't know what you were signing up for this
1: Monday afternoon. wait, what? What are they you gonna do?
0: What are they gonna do? Pull my ass out? Are you sure? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I wore high-waisted panties on purpose. <laughs> my panties are cotton, and but I'm, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I know he can't fire me through my, on my with my clothes. I will catch on fire. No, you
3: won't catch on fire. <laughs>
1: But I feel like skin is the the whole point is you need to feel skin so that you can feel the skin on the skin sensations. <laughs> the guys are closing the curtain. I did see a child roaming
0: around. She oh, she, yeah. she doesn't need to see that. Oh yeah. She's never prob- gonna be the same.
1: <laughs> you never
0: over here talking to Sir Marvelous about his kids discovering who he is. Can you wait till our kids get old enough for this shit? They're gonna be like, what the fuck have you guys been doing all these years? <laughs>
3: How old are kids?
0: They're both six. Oh, wow. Mine will be seven next month too. Oh my
3: gosh! Yeah,
1: oh, oh. Mm-hmm. oh! I've never seen a. a f- is that a flog too? The metal the flogger, with the. Yeah.
0: Is it? Oh, it's also called a flogger if it's yeah. not metal. Yeah. I mean, if it's not leather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll,
3: I'll so a mean. flogger just happens to have many flaws on it. Falls on it. Uh, the whips are the ones where you see just one. Here. I don't know. One how fall, so to do speak. This and then do that. We'll make it. Where are they going to have to deal with
0: it? (laughs) So, stay on him. (laughs) Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready?
1: So what's the best thing to do? Should I take my pants off? Or should I
3: just get naked? <laughs> we were we trying to get naked
0: so bad. He's like, no, bitch, just give me your hand. I'm like, so take my pants off? Or you, you want my titties out?
3: out? I feel like I've seen titties before. <laughs> well, I like, well, have this. OK, I mean, that's like, good. We're going to have to do a lot of editing. OK, I'm no, not going to take
1: your whole top off. I can turn this way. I <laughs> like just
3: a, do you
0: have underwear on? I have underwear on. OK. <laughs> okay.
3: So who's going to go first?
1: I'll go
0: first. <laughs> All right. Go ahead.
1: Okay,
3: so okay. what are you going so to do? Come closer to the.
1: Yes.
0: Gladly. Uh, well, I'm sweating. I'm just getting so hot in here. I'm getting excited.
3: Um. So, what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to actually have you put your hands on this turnaround. Lean over, forward. All uh, right, don't worry about your hair and stuff like that. I won't burn really you.
0: Please don't catch my friend's not, hair on fire. It's, it's, it's,
1: it's, are you sure it's, should I put it
3: up just in case? No, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Okay. I won't even be going close to that.
0: Oh my god, I'm so excited for you, friend.
3: Maybe some lights could turn down because it might. Oh, this is totally fine. How does that feel? Good.
0: He's getting her. He's prepping her with his hands. It's very. Does it feel warm? Mm-hmm.
3: So. It's, she's bent over
0: time. the chair right now, and he's just warming her up, literally, with hands and fire.
3: Hands and fire.
0: Hands and fire. He's. I
1: love this, I love this play by play. <laughs> do you like? Do you like that?
0: Mm-hmm. Should, I, should I use my sexy voice? How does it feel? Warm and wet, sort of. He's like he's literally touching you with the fire. It's
1: like moist.
3: Yeah. Mm. So, that is literally how it feels. Um, I can show you the, how it would feel on the front, but you would have to come. Let's see here. Me.
0: <laughs> now she's up against the wall. He's put her hands over her head. He's rubbing on her body, All right. her waist.
3: <laughs> Love the play by play. Now he's, go- he's,
0: yes,
1: sir. <laughs>
0: he's going back for more fire. Erica seems to be really enjoying this. She's really in her subspace. Shh, shh. Sorry. I'm now. Mmm. <laughs>
3: I smell that alcohol. Yeah, you can smell it. Yep.
0: He's choking her.
3: <laughs> so the more sensitive parts of the body, for example, the nipples, the clit, and things like that, it just gets, it, 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 it's heightened, you know, when you're not able to see, when you're tied up, and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. So imagine being like, you know, on my table, tied to the table, blindfolded. Music is playing. It's super dark in the room, or whatever. And all you do is feeling like me going all over your body, touching on your clit and your nipples and things like that. So that's how it would feel. And what's
1: your now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow, I'm getting hot and bothered yeah. in here.
1: Uh, Wait, I have one request though. Sure. <laughs> can you spank
3: me? Of course. Okay. All right. What should I do? With you? Take um I've never. I've been waiting for this moment. I've okay. Can, I, it. can, I, can I, may I pull down the pants? Yes. All right consent
0: guys first you ask and then you shall (laughs) receive
3: so a lot of times um they can't see on that side i'm right-handed but uh
0: Mm. that ass is shaking baby wow that sounds really nice Mm -hmm. Uh, your booty looks really good erica uh, He's telling her not to give up. My friend doesn't give up.
3: Mm-hmm. Such a good
0: girl. All right. Mm, thank you, sir. Anytime. Woo, wow. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm really sweating, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: okay, well, thank you. Excellent.
0: Okay,
1: I think it's my turn. Bill, oh, friend. Okay. Oh, Where
3: shall I be? Uh, same. I, so we can start here, okay. um, but I'm gonna turn you on. side? This.
0: This
3: yeah. If you if you take off the top, but just don't show the titties, then okay. you won't have to edit out so much. So just okay. don't point to the camera. I'm not, okay. you don't.
0: you I like my titties out. That's <laughs> like my favorite
3: place
1: to be. Okay. Are you ready for my play by play, guys? Shmila has tur- taken her, tu- her top off, but okay. she's turned around so we can't see her camouflage so nipples. I'm gonna
3: turn it this way so that way you don't have to worry about slipping. Perfect. Oh, I'm kinda scared. <laughs> mm. Is
0: that okay? Mm-hmm. I prefer yeses over mm-hmms.
3: Okay, yes. There you go. Yes, sir to be clear, you know. Yes. I don't want to miscommunications.
1: He's rubbing her back. Mm. She sounds like she's enjoying it. <laughs> mm. I think he grabbed her t- her tits.
3: <laughs> uh. mm. Is that okay for you? Okay, we can't do the front. Cover yourselves. Okay. They, they, don't, uh, they don't deserve all that. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon doesn't allow cities. No cities. I'm going to <laughs> you know, okay. get kicked all off right. Patreon, too. Um, so, let's see if we can try something a little bit different. Okay. See if you can put your knees in the chair and bend over for me. Put your you pants down. Okay. My cotton Yes. Don't worry. You're not going be- to... You- oh, that go. Be Very beautiful. Oh, thank you. I wonder how much they get to see stuff like this when they do other podcasts for (laughs) people is that okay? I prefer yeses yes sir oh you're a yes sir To the
1: side, is that okay for mm-hmm. you? Right, don't worry about the hair part. Okay, please don't burn my pubes. I'm not. Mm. Can you feel that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not being a good play-by-play person. I'm distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm distracted, guys. I'm just. We're still here. <laughs>
3: not a
0: huge
1: vagina. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. Let me help you
3: out here. Thank That's my job. I you. Thank you, sir. Anytime. Wow. Right. Wow. So was it that incredible? was really nice. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, mm. so that's just one of the many kinks that I do. Uh, and I try to, like... <clears throat> sorry. I try to... Um, Incorporate that in the middle of everything else. So it's just like a form of overstimulating a person. So imagine, like I said, that going on while a whole bunch of other stuff. Ambiance is super important, lighting is important, temperature is important. Um, and just um, creating a level of comfort with the person based on your communication. So that's why I always explain to people if you're ever going to book a Dom and they don't take the time to go over, um, you know, a consultation with you and like learn your kinks and your interests and stuff, like run away. If that person is like, well, yeah, yeah, just send me this money, you know, we'll come to, I'm like, nah, run away. If they're not going over what are your heart limits, your interests, what you wanna experience, things of that nature, you know, maybe even past experiences, you know, then run away. They're not a professional, basically. I, I wouldn't recommend them, you know what I mean? And anybody that I know that does this, they're gonna say the same thing.
0: Um, I actually had a dom, I got domed in a dungeon, um, oh. and one of the things, which I know is a popular thing, is like a uh, yellow, green red Mm -hmm, green to keep going red stop Mm -hmm. I don't like this and yellow slow down excellent Um, So I think that was one of the things that I learned, you know, and obviously consent. But even just having any type of language to use during the session to gauge your comfortability
3: is super important. Exactly. Because a lot of times, you know, when we're experiencing things, it's hard to find the right words. So having something to shortcut that is super important. So I use the same colors. I use green, yellow, red and marvelous. Mm. So whenever I ask a person what's your color, you can say marvelous if you're feeling well. You know Mm, what I mean? Well, well. feeling good, feeling great. Um, You can say green, you can say marvelous. It's totally up to whatever one you want to remember. You can say yellow. Um, One thing that I do during my sessions, I encourage bratting. So Mm -hmm. people are like, oh, I'm a brat. I'm like, all right, well, you better be able to take what what that comes with. So um, if I ever actually you know why I'm hitting you, I'm like, what's your color? And you know, it's green you could say you're gonna, hit, you're gonna have to hit me harder than that if you want to get a yellow out of me yeah. remember the whole point of impact play is to get to the point where you're releasing those endorphins you're, you're inducing those chemicals to be released from the brain so a part of that has to do with like raising the adrenaline level
1: my so. impact play tolerance is low. <clears throat> oh, really? No, no. I just realized. Well, I'm not, I just realized, well, I, I remembered when he was spanking me that, and I was just telling someone that, like, I don't really enjoy being spanked. Sometimes I do, it just depends. But if you do it consistently over time, it starts, it hurts.
3: So <laughs> the way I do it, right, I, what I always encourage people to do, it's like, you got to do the good and the bad. So I'm not big on doing impact play just, just cold, meaning like, I like to do other forms of stimulation. So... When you do get to a yellow, I'm giving you a reward. So now your mind is looking forward to it. Like mm. when I start to reach that point, the whole idea of just spanking someone just to spank them, I'm like ah, what mm. am I really going to get out mm-hmm. of it? Unless you're into that, what? you know what I mean? So me, I'm going to have something on your clip vibrating the entire time. I'm going to have something on your nipples. I'm going to be talking in your ear. I'm going to be encouraging you. I'm going to be like really getting you involved just versus like. You know, the same idea. It's one thing if I were to walk up to you and just spank you in in the middle of the day versus, like, where, you know, you're having sex with somebody, you're about to come, and they're hitting you at that right moment. It's all about time and place and how you do it.
0: Yeah, I I do love a dirty mouth. I like someone to talk dirty in my ear. And also, (laughs) I really enjoy, like, being choked Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. slapped in the face a little bit. But, like, Mm -hmm. not all over and over, but, like, just a little, like... No, bitch. What did I tell you?
1: That's my thing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you wanted to know, sir. Thanks for letting us know. Wait, can you tell us what these tools are? What is this and this?
3: So this is um, one of my favorite floggers. Um, Like I mentioned, this is good for sensation play. You might have seen me use this at the play party. I
1: don't know. I saw the fire, but Uh, then I I got lost. So
3: you can, uh, Mm. yeah, you can drag it across a person's skin. Um, a lot of times I always it's mention how um, I try to deprive a person's senses so maybe I might blindfold you or mm-hmm. gag you or tie you up and that, and that heightens the experience of something touching your body. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah. So, um, and this is a flogger, this is Jessette and Jasmine's um, brand. This is one of her floggers, I have the other one in my bag. About. this is called a nunchuck flogger I, I love this one because it's easier to do the, the the um the actual act of flogging because it's just easier to twist it has this little um nunchuck on it mm. but i love it because it's a thuddy flogger that doesn't hurt as much the stinkier ones aren't super common but this one is just a perfect one it gives you that good vibration that you need so and these are my fire wands these were made by um Bobby, the man i told you about mm-hmm. um yeah so that's that that's what I brought for you guys today. Wow,
0: well, that was so kind of you, you know. You, you didn't have to do any of that. So we really appreciate you. We appreciate you guys. We're really in our subspace now and <laughs> we're embracing our submissive and I'm I'm yeah. going to we might have to fly you out.
3: <laughs> you
0: might have to go half on a ticket <laughs> for Sir Marvelous.
3: I definitely plan on coming to LA. Um I'm gonna go, I plan on going to one of the Kinky Game Nights, are you you familiar with their No,
1: what's the Kinky Game Nights?
3: Oh yeah, I'll send you their information, Kinky Game Night is based out in LA, they are definitely a great group out there. Are they black? Yes. Okay, so black? we need to tap yes. into
1: the yes. the community in LA. We're fucking sleeping over here. They're amazing. Um, I,
3: we were
0: flying <laughs> to New York to do kinky shit because you we know, don't we, know where the kinky black people are in New York. I mean in LA. <laughs> you know That was one of my that was a thing I really I I didn't play per se at the party this weekend. I did a lot of dancing in the mirror, a lot of slow dancing mm-hmm. with other people. But, you know It was really a joy to see. I feel like because it was their first play party, I feel like there was a lot of first timers there but I did enjoy seeing a group of predominantly black people come together to invest in exploring their pleasure in a non traditional way Um, I think it's such a like revolutionary act to prioritize your pleasure as a black person and like be open to it and do it in community and do it, it like to watch other people yeah
3: you know, great communication because people assume that when you go to these parties like you said you have to fuck or pussy's gonna be served to you on a plot no like do you did you see how much Tahoe spoke before even allowing us to go giving us the rules and the breakdowns and like what to expect and you know how to act you know that's something that you don't hear people aren't doing that at Vanilla Park Parties, they're not like, Hey, watch how much you drink and do this. And, you know, we have, you know, these things put in place to keep you protected. I've seen way more drama happen at vanilla parties than I can. I've never, thank you, Lord, I have yet to see, you know, something pop off at a kinky party that was like, wow, I feel unsafe or I feel, you know, just not comfortable here. You, you,
0: know? you actually feel more safe. You yeah. feel more, I felt so safe. I mean, I wasn't really, I wasn't doing shit, but, mm-hmm. um, I just felt safe to embrace everyone. Like I had a really beautiful slow dance for like three songs in the middle of a room of people fucking and like I was just like this is really nice I actually thought about um, shout out to Clit Talk I thought about um, during that conversation we had with him she's like I really want to go to the sex party and just be naked in full body paint and let nobody touch me that's dope and so I was there and I was like I wasn't really feeling in the mood to like really do a lot but I was feeling the energy and I I just channeled that I was like I'm just going to dance with myself and maybe a couple others but like I felt sensual but not obligated to be touched
3: that's amazing and there was like power in that I'm sure that's the way that they want everybody to feel just powerful like this, every experience is supposed to be feeling empowering
1: and, what? and I think also the aftercare is really important too like and that's what oh, yeah. I love I loved like whenever we talk to people who are in this space like actually when i went to the we went to the harder soft show and daddy Heft did a demo with his sub and he was vlogging her for a pretty long decent amount of time and then afterwards it was so beautiful to see how he took care of her mm-hmm. and embraced her and made sure she was okay right. and i think that that's so important especially in those type of environments that like when you are in a space and you're being vulnerable with someone and sharing yourself that the you check in on them after and you don't just like okay we fucked bye peace yeah
3: that, that, that messes up a lot of people, you know, because they you share yourself with them and then you don't know what their feedback is. So one thing that um, I encourage everyone to do, whether you're doing BDSM or not, is do debriefs after every experience. So when I have a session with someone, I break it down into four quadrants. First, what was your favorite part of the scene? Mm-hmm. Um, what was your least favorite part of the scene? Um, what's something you would want more of and what's something you could probably do without? and that is how you constantly increase the experience because you know especially when for myself when I'm doing sessions I want it to be catered you know particularly for that person and each and every experience to get better and better but you can do that sexually like what's something you know if you just had sex with somebody you know like what was your favorite part of it you know what I mean also before you even go there just make sure that you create that safe space mentally by letting them know like you know nothing that you say now is gonna you know I'm not gonna like judge you on it or, or make you feel bad or horrible, but I also want that ability to, to feel safe, to allow it to be honest with you. And then you go into, you know, my favorite parts when you was pulling my hair or choking me or when you was eating my pussy. And then, or you might say is, you know, what I would want more of is just a little bit more foreplay. I want you to take, I want us to take our time a little bit more to explore each other. Or um, I love when you go deep or I like when you go shallow, like just try to, you know, really debrief those moments because that's the way you increase it. That's the way you, you increase that pleasure each and every time.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. I think men don't always uh, Nah, we ain't thinking of things. They but. don't they don't <laughs> like the feedback. Yeah. They take it personally. The ego gets involved. So men, if you're listening, ask for the feedback. You only get better. It's not about like, you know, telling someone they're not good in bed, but just improving. Everyone can get better. Yeah. Um I know we kind of did this out of order today. We usually start with an uh, affirmation, but do you have an affirmation for us today, Sir Marvelous?
3: Um, Yes, I deserve success.
0: I deserve success. I know that's fucking right. (laughs) I deserve to be spanked. I deserve success. Mm -hmm. I deserve all the things that I
3: want. So I want to make a little disclaimer right here. My sub is going to be so mad at me because I forgot to, I had my everything bagel this morning and I forgot to use my gum before I came in here. So please, I really hope that nobody, you know, when I was breathing or whatever. Hey, no, you know, no nobody was thinking going about going that, that grass, baby. No, I was not thinking about that. Thinking, about, saying, that so, yeah, thinking about, I, about that fire wand. Oh my again.
1: God. <laughs> 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 nope. Let me, let me pop that in now. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, did you want to pull a card, or are we well, in? I did
0: pull a card already. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, well, it's funny you ask. It's one eleven. You know, I'm a witchy bitch. <laughs> it's witch time. Mm-hmm. Um, the card I pulled today, it kind of seems appropriate. It's the lovers. Mm. Okay. Um, the lovers card means. Let's see what we got today. Um, in the purest form, the Lover's card represents conscious connections and meaningful relationships. The arrival of this card in a tarot reading shows that you have a beautiful, soul-honoring connection with a loved one. You may believe you have found your soulmate or life partner, and the sexual energy between you both you guys goes way beyond instant gratification and lust to something that is very spiritual and also tantric.
1: What? <laughs>
0: yeah. That's, <laughs> <the, laughs> that's <laughs> kind of deep. That's kind of crazy.
3: Deep. <laughs> That's on point, though.
0: (laughs) Uh, While the lover's card typically refers to a romantic tie, it can also represent a close friendship or family relationship where love, respect, and compassion flow. The lover's card is open communication and raw honesty. Given that the man and woman are naked, they are both willing to be in their most vulnerable states and have learned to open their hearts to one another and share their truest feelings. They shape the container from which trust and confidence can emerge, and this makes for a powerful bond between the two. So I'm becoming a witch live <laughs> on the show every week.
3: Yeah. It's, getting, it's getting good. Because that was super accurate to yeah. what I'm experiencing right now in my life with my partner. How long have you guys been together? Um, I don't want to say. <laughs> I don't want to say. Because it's roughly new and everybody thinks that it's, oh, right. it's, well, it's, you, it's a lot longer. Yeah, cancers be knowing when we're in yeah, love, okay? Exactly.
0: <laughs> so I, I believe you. And mm. I'm happy for you. And I'm I'm really grateful that you came in here and shared your knowledge and your energy with us and shared space. Thank you so um, this was beautiful and I feel more confident that I want to be dommed in the future and that I should pay for it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and I need fire. And I need fire. Oh, you don't do fire. Let me call you back. I know someone who does. <laughs> um, please tell our guests where they can find you.
3: Um, my my Instagram is Sir Marvelous Kinks um, with an underscore, so there's Sir Marvelous Kinks with an underscore or Sir Marvelous Things. Please follow both pages because you know Instagram be deleting us. Uh, <laughs> um, and when you go to my pages, all my links are in the bio, so you can find my Twitter, my OnlyFans, my email, all the other information that you can um, you can find me on there.
1: And we'll make sure to link all your your contacts in the episode description. So make sure you check that out.
3: I okay, appreciate that. Um,
1: make sure you go follow our Patreon so you can see all the fire play that happened today. Um, the link is also in our episode description. Mm-hmm. And, uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Right well, yeah, time. you better rate and
0: review us, God damn it!
1: Rate <laughs> and review, scroll down all the way to the bottom, get that five star rating, leave us a nice little comment. And, uh, oh, wait, else? Should we do a, a Hori? Oh, do you have a Hori? I mean, I'm sure you do. Uh. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, I'm sure you do. ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, 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 I horror stories
3: well, what would ever make you think that <laughs> um another story when I was 16 um I'm gonna take it back there I want not say not recent <laughs> but um my biggest horror story I could say is when I was working at a storage company and I was using a storage company I'm mean, the storage lockers as like my personal bedrooms so literally what? yeah literally, you- mm-hmm. I would um have them like I would have because you know they so we sold blankets boxes, of course lockers and stuff like that. So I would take a couple of moving blankets, throw it on the floor inside an empty storage thing and just like go to work inside the storage.
0: That reminded me when I was in I lived in Atlanta there's this nigga that I used to fuck and I hadn't seen him in a long time and I ran into him at the club and he was like I've been you know like you should come home with me come with me so I was like okay and this nigga took me to his storage <laughs> and fucked me in the storage room and wow. I thought I'm never telling anybody this this is crazy <laughs> do you not have a house I don't know I did it though
3: <laughs> I, was, I was super lit for me to be 16 so I was working there and mind you you know as a teenager you don't really get the free crib that was what we called it back in the day. we couldn't get the free crib so often so I had like to me all of these miniature apartments I'm so, like all I had to do was find one of them I, I would literally like meet me on the third floor locker 304 just wait for me
0: wow <laughs> you know? so you were doming in, in the teen teen years i was like <laughs> y- crazy yes crazy. daddy yeah, now that I think about it uh, well I'm, I'm good to know I'm not the only one who's got fucked in a storage <laughs> container <laughs> 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 oh, well thank you so much for sharing with us yeah, excellent
2: Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
3: Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time.
1: Have you joined Patreon, where we offer even more juicy content? Yes, y'all. We have secret episodes, secret segments, and some very personal blog posts that we don't share on the interwebs. So make sure you go check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash goodmomsbadchoices. As mothers, we are constantly fucking needed. We are constantly needed. Our kids, they want snacks. They want... This, they want that they got questions why why you get into this zone of like constantly feeling like you might be needed for something like what do you need what do i need what do i need how do i need and it's like hard to get out of this this space of feeling like something is needs to get done that's like one of the hardest things for me is feeling like something needs to get done if it's not irie needing something if it's not like me feeling like i must i gotta post this thing like someone is waiting for this even though no one is motherfucking waiting for me to post shit. All the things that didn't get done, all whatever the deadlines that you didn't meet today, they ain't thinking about you. Nobody needs you right now. Stop feeling like you need to be needed because you don't. Nobody needs you. And that only I needed myself, that I needed to be there for me, that I needed to be present for myself, that I needed to just take a breath and that was my only job in that moment was to be there for me. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Ah, in my dentist's
1: office.